This is Talk of the Town, and I'm Bob Cudmore. Our guest today is Frank Leek, mayor of the Village of Colony. Our program comes to you on Magic 590 plus 100.5 and on two signals in the North Country, 1410 and 96.9. Thanks for joining us, Mayor Leek. You're welcome. I'm glad to do today. Bob, it's a beautiful day out here in the village, so anything I can do, you you ask me the questions, I'll try to answer them for you, okay? I will. And last month, you were on stage at the South Colony High School graduation. You're 92, as I understand it, but you finally were able to take part in a high school graduation. How and why did did that happen? Well, what happened is that uh, we have a board, uh, uh, you know, meeting every two weeks. And uh, at one of my board meetings a couple of months ago, uh, Superintendent Bruner uh, was in the audience. And all, all of a sudden, uh, he he stands up and uh, he, he announces that I'm going to be uh, on stage at graduation for uh, for what I've done for the students uh, from South Colony School. So needless to say, I was tongue tied. I couldn't say anything. <laughs> and then also they issued me a, a plaque that I'll be on the wall of a Hall of Fame. So it was such a pleasure, and I never expected it. My I should have expected something when I see my wife and my daughter in the audience, but I I was just stunned. And uh, it's such a pleasure. It's one of the biggest highlights of my life, Bob. Is that right? To, to get this. Uh, so, yes, it was. Now, my understanding was that you had left high school, maybe before your own graduation, to join the uh, U.S. Navy Seabees in World War II? Exactly. What what happened back in the, the, the 840s, so, uh, once you graduate from high school, uh, they're right there to take you into the Army. And I didn't want to go into the Army. I wanted to go in the Navy. So... When graduation came, I was not there to receive my diploma. I had to. I wanted to get right into the navy before they grabbed me. So that's why <laughs> I wasn't there for that time. I did, would have graduated, but I wasn't there for the, the ceremonies. I, I know a couple of the uh, grandparents of uh, some of the South Colony uh, students who were at that graduation, where you were honored, and where you also spoke. And they said that they thought you had a, a wonderful speech. You spoke to the students, I understand, about being bullied, and said you were bullied as a as a young man. Yes, I was bullied. Uh, I lived in East Greenbush uh, by the uh, Hamilton Printing Company, and. Uh, in those days, like I told the students, we didn't have swimming pools. We had to go down and go down in a creek or in the, you know, a place where we could get on a rope and just go into the water. So when I would go down to uh, this road, this Bob Gilligan uh, was a big boy, and he always bullied me, and he, he always said Frankie Leaky, Peaky Pants, and all that oh, stuff. And so, uh, I, I you know, I, I, I told the students because I asked some of them, anybody been bullied, and quite a few put their hands up. So I says, you know, I I, I get back, Bob, I, and uh, get down there to the pond and uh, do have my fun. So even though he bullied me and everything else, I, I got through it, and I'm t- here today to tell you, you know, you can stand up for your rights and uh, do the right thing, and, and you'll end up like I did. That's <laughs> what I told him. I tried to tell him the truth, you when- know. I wonder whatever happened to Bob, was it Bobby Gilligan? Yeah, well, uh, he moved away, thank God, after a few years. So, 
I never seen him since then. But that was a story. Like I say, the kids today are so lucky that, well, they get bullied, but uh, they don't have to go through this like I did. I had to face this guy if I wanted to go down swimming. Hmm. So, because it was a country road, you know, we, it was. They, they call it the Old Troy Road. So uh, that that was the story of the bullying. All right. Now, you, as you mentioned, you were inducted into the South Colony High School Hall of Fame. And I gather that the, the village of Colony has uh, done some nice things for the school. How does how the village support this, uh, the school? Well, here's what happens. Uh, I, ha- I, I have a couple of uh, letters in front of me. One was from John Bruner. I won't go through the whole thing, but the last line was, our graduation rate, when including students with special needs certificates, is about 95%. This would not happen without your support, Mayor. Again, I extend my sincere appreciation for your support, John Bruner. Mm-hmm. Then I, I also got another one here from the Christopher Rabalotti, uh from South County. He's uh, the principal. And... Uh, I won't read the whole letter, but therefore, and it's, it is clear to me that a school community, which we owe you a well-preserved thank you for providing for our kids with the opportunity to fulfill their educational endeavors in a safe educational setting, whether we are serving the needs of at-risk youth or advanced placement of honor roll students, I am proud to be a principal of a high school in a true community, a community that raised me and now, like you, I aspire to make a positive decision every day. Thank you again, mm-hmm. Principal. Okay. But what are some of the things that the village has done for the school? Or? Well, what what we have, uh, Bob, we have a, a rec center. And and I'll kind of give you a little story how this come about. Uh, one of my uh, 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 trustees uh, was on my uh, recreation committee. And this was this has got to be five, six, oh, eight years ago, and he said his boy went up to Colony Community Center to play basketball. Him and the boys to pick up just just to get out and shoot. They wouldn't let him play because they didn't have any insurance. So right away I said that's that's ridiculous, you know. So I uh, built this recreation center which we have now uh, for all kinds of sports and uh, basketball, and also we have classrooms. And in that classroom is where this uh, alternative education program is. I let them have the room so they can have kids do it on their computers or work on, and they get the special uh, attention by the special teachers to teach them. And also our our outreach program, which is something we do for people that in need of everything, we help them out with donations from people. And, you know, there's a lot of poor people that don't even have a turkey dinner. So when that time comes, you know, our outreach helps out with those people. And so there we have also have a room where the South County School District has a teacher and four or five of the students work there. So that's what we do. We donate the, the rooms for them and uh, the, the the chairs and the computers and everything for them. Hmm. And that's why this all come about, Bob. So. We're talking with uh, Frank Leake, who is a mayor of the village of Colony. There's a town of Colony, which is a big uh, piece of land, but you're mayor of the village of Colony. What exactly. part of the town is the village? My understanding is it's along Route 5. Uh-huh. For, it starts basically from Carner Road down to Wolf Road, and we got about mm-hmm. uh, we got about eight eighty one hundred uh, residents in the village of Colony, mm-hmm. and 
Everybody wants to live in a village because, Bobby, what we do, I didn't mean to call you Bobby. It's all right. Stretch that. I don't want <laughs> But, Bob, the, we uh, we uh, have free pick. We do, pick up the garbage. Uh, we have heavy item pickups. Uh, we do our own snow plowing. We do all mm-hmm. our heavy items. We do, we maintain the roads. And uh, our, our tax rate, uh, when I got in office uh, in 78, was... Uh, Forty-four dollars a thousand, and right now we're down to thirty-eight. And I've kept it low for many, many years. So, uh, and the people love the village because I'm here every day. My office is open. I I, I know it's a part-time job, but uh, to me it's a full-time job because, as you know, in '92 I can't do carpenter work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm here every day. People come in if they got a complaint or something. I listen to them. We take care of them. We try to help them out, and that's. That's why the village is the village. We're uh, we're there for the people. I read a, a newspaper article about you. I think it was in the Spotlight that you emphasized that you and the people of the village have helped make the community of the village of Colony a prosperous and safe place to live and raise families. You've got an what an appreciation for family life. Right, right. And Bob, a couple of things we do in the village, and we we don't get publicity for it, is uh, at Christmas time. We have a Santa Claus and a Mrs. Santa Claus and the Board of Trustees, and we go around the whole village, and we give out candy canes. Uh, we do that just before Christmas. And then at Easter time, we do the same thing. And sometimes, Bob, like uh, a couple of years ago, there was a, a, a little boy up on Vincent Court. I'll never forget him. And he's standing in the window, and he sees Santa Claus, and he's up and up and jumping up and down. So... Santa Claus got out and went in there, and, and that little boy was so happy because he had some kind of a dystrophy, and uh, it was just, it makes it all worthwhile, Bob, that's what I say, and uh, we do it every year, we do it every year since I've been in, uh, in politics since 78, hmm. so uh, yes, it's very good, and uh, we also got a brand new playground, one of the best in the area, it cost us around uh Near three hundred thousand, we got a, a, a grant from uh, Rich uh, Dix. Uh, oh God! Sporting I'm goods. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Speck. Rich, Rich Mr. Oh, Speck. Oh, Yeah. So he he uh, he donated. He got a uh, hundred twenty-five thousand for us for that. So that's one of our nicest things is our Cook Park. It's we have a theater. Last night we had a band there, and every Tuesday we have band. It doesn't cost the people a cent. We have donations from all the different uh, businesses, and uh, we we have a great night. Every night's been good for us this year. So let's uh, do a little uh, capsule of uh, of your years uh, with us. Uh, you were in the uh, U.S. Navy and the Seabees in World War II, and after that, my understanding is that you uh, you were a contractor. You built houses. That's right. Uh huh. I built houses. Uh, I started out at, as. Actually, Bob, when I got out of the Navy, I fixed electric shavers because, you know, they give you $300 to muster now pay. And uh, mm-hmm. so what I did, I fixed electric shavers. Remington ran electric shavers for four or five years. And then I married my wife, Joan, and her father was a contractor. So that's how I got into the contracting. And that's that was my life from then on. Yeah. Uh, so, yep. Did you build a lot of the houses in the village of Colony? Or, no, or no, no, no. I was actually Bob. I was born in East Greenbush, uh, uh, right next to the Hamden Printing Company, and 
a lot of my work uh, is in that side of town and, and out in Burden Lake, and I built a, some houses out on uh, uh, 4 and 40. Uh, yeah, I, I did a lot of building. Yep, yep. That was my job then. Yeah. I, and then I've seen, again, uh, news coverage that said that uh, you were very uh, well-respected as a builder, that the houses were, were well-built. Well, that was something my uh, my mother told me years ago. Just so you know, uh, Bob, uh, my father left my mother when I was two for whatever reason. I never know. But uh, my mother brought me up, and uh, she was a hardworking lady. She worked at the Hamilton Printing Company and doing book, uh, carrying books and stuff. And we, she had an awful hard life bringing me up. But she did a good job. I hope she did a good job. I tried to do that to follow after my mother's mm-hmm. things that whatever you way you want to be treated frank uh, uh, treat other people the same way and uh, i've stuck to that and that's what i do here in the village try to help the people with needs and needs so obviously you must have moved to the village at some point and you've said you were first elected i think to the village board uh, back in was was that the 1978 time you were? That's right. Uh huh. Uh huh. I never thought I'd be an electric uh, a, a politician, but uh, I worked. I was member of the St. Clair's uh, Church and, and uh, Colony. I've been there all all the life since I moved here from East Greenbush, uh, and uh, I did a lot of work there. Uh, on uh, we used to have a, a fair every year, and I work on that. So the word got around, you know, when they needed uh, uh, somebody to uh, do things, I was always there. And then they mentioned for me to run for a trustee with Mayor Coon, and I I never thought I'd make it because I'm not a politician, or I guess I am now, but I wasn't yeah. then. So uh, that's how it that's how it come about. Uh, I ran with the with Mr. Coon and. Uh, we we won a landslide. We beat the other independents, and uh, that we just a lot of my people supported me from St. Clair's, and uh, it was a great election. And so, since then, Bob, I've been a politician, I right. guess. And then you were elected mayor in you know a long time ago, twenty four years ago. Yeah, nineteen ninety five. Yep, huh. that's when I was elected. And uh, like I say, everybody says it's a part time job, but I guess I've made it a part time job because. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy meeting the people. Uh, as like I say, uh, uh, one of my big highlights was at the ceremonies to stand up there and talk. And as you know, Bob, I think I got a standing ovation, which very seldom ever happens. And uh, I've had more uh, people. I meet them down at Cook Park at, where I'm down there. Like last night was the show, and and uh, the, the uh, people come up to me and congratulate me. It really makes me feel good, Bob. It does. And I don't know if you still do this, but again, uh, some news coverage I read about you said that you really start your day at Dunkin' Donuts having coffee with constituents. Do you still do that? uh, Not as much as I used to, because what happens, Bob, everybody's listening to what you're talking about. And if you say something there, it gets around. And (laughs) by the time it gets out to the people, it's not anything I talked about. But a lot of the living resources, boys and girls, as you know, is is a tremendous part of that. And uh, what we do is there's another thing that uh, I meet him over there and a couple of the boys, uh, little Eric there. We always kid about he's a he's a Met fan and I'm a Yankee fan. You know, we kid about it all the time. Mm-hmm. And we also let the living resources go over and use our kitchen twice, once a week, and they they do cooking. 
and uh, again, they we don't charge them for anything, and they bring their own food and everything. So uh, yeah, I'm very uh, I'm very involved with the living resources. We they have their uh, graduation where the kids get a little diplomas, Bob. You know, mm-hmm. and we'll have uh, 200 kids there from all over Albany, Schenectady, and Troy, and uh, the, and we donate the whole to the living resources. And I also got a, 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 a award that I hand out for all the years that I've been supporting them. So. Mm. Now, you've also uh, told the, the media, as I understand it, that people want to talk to somebody, that you like the eye-to-eye contact. Uh, I do. Yeah. I, I, I think over the phone, you just... It, or not, and I don't text anyway. By the way, okay. I'm an old timer. I can't get used to these new, new. And sometimes I'm glad I don't because some of the things that my wife gets, I, <laughs> the things that people will say. Well, if they were facing me, they wouldn't say those things. Right, right. You know that, Bob. When you when you meet when you meet people and you talk to them, it's totally different it's when it's eye to eye than over a phone or texting. So it's mm-hmm. not. That's the way I feel. I know it's a new way and it's the right way, but sometimes it doesn't. It hurts people, you know. Mm-hmm. And we started talking about what the village does for young people, and but they the village also does a lot for seniors. Correct? Do you have a? a... All, yes, we have a regular senior center here. Uh, we have over three hundred members. Uh, we have a, a, a lunch every day, which is home cooked by. Uh, uh, the uh, seniors. Uh, uh, we have a little chef, a chef and his, his daughter, uh, uh, Holly, and uh, uh, we have a director. We have all kinds of uh, activities: bingo, yoga. Uh, anybody who wants to learn mm-hmm. the computers, they have a computer class. They have square dancing. Every day there's something different going on here. Five days a week, and we have a meals that that. That are four or five dollars, and it's complete with a dessert and home cooked meals. Like I think today it's going to be, uh, I think it's corned beef today, a Reuben or something. But Sounds good. Every day, yeah. No, not to be negative, but I gather that the traffic on Route Five and the smell from the Rap Road landfill have been some of the most frequent complaints that you hear from village yeah. residents. Yes. Well, most of the time uh, the. Uh, the smell from the landfill, we don't reach it here too much, but it, it, you have to go over there and go by it sometimes, sometimes morning. But really, I don't get involved that people complain much about that. It's it's the traffic. It's the traffic on, the, uh, on Central Avenue. And one of the things, Bob, that's, that's in the process, which we don't know, is Amazon wants to move into the village and the Duravent uh uh, building, which is off of Jupiter Lane. Hmm. Now, uh, the problem is, naturally, they have 24-7 vehicles going in and out, and that could cause a big problem at, at the intersection of Locust and uh, uh, Central Avenue. So uh, we don't know where that's going to stand. Uh, the, it's in the planning board's stage now, and they're they're doing traffic studies. So, But they're, they're interested in the doing it and i don't know if it will happen or not but if amazon wants something they're pretty powerful but uh well, we don't want the traffic any worse than it is on the avenue but what do we do it, it, it's a way of life today you know mm. so um uh, that's okay but what, go ahead no i was going to ask you we're almost out of time but I was gonna, what is the frank leak amphitheater well that's every tuesday night uh 
we have uh, shows. Last night we had the uh, Tresco there. That was an Irish band. Next week we got the Hey Jude's coming in there, which is a Beatles experience. We have uh, uh, all, all this is all free. Uh, we uh, get donations from all the business people, and uh, uh, it, we uh, pay the bands, uh, uh, you know, whatever they want. Mm-hmm. They're all different prices, but the money is paid for by all these commercial people. We have it on the back of the program that donates the money so that they can thank those people. The, well, so we basically have the same groups that other, like they have in Albany or something. We got the uh, Skeeter Creeks coming in. We mm-hmm. got the Hair the Dog and the New York Players and Lester Kings, the ones that play all around. Okay. So that's well, what we have. Well, Mayor Leak, we're just out of time. You've been listening to Talk of the Town. I'm Bob Cudmore. Our guest today, Frank Leak, Mayor of the Village of Colony. Our program comes to you on Magic 590 plus 100.5 and on two signals in the North Country, 1410 and 96.9. This program will be available as a podcast on albanymagic.com and bobcudmore.com. 